there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode 38 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. I'm so excited to be here in 2020, bringing this series back for you all. And I've got so much to share. Um, Today, I'm going to be kicking off a bit of a mini series that is titled Intuitioning and Parenting. And this is part one. I'm not quite sure how many parts this is going to be at this stage, but I would say it's going to be probably three parts. But before I do get into today's episode, I wanted to share a couple of things with you today. So a few weeks ago, we had the launch party for the Intuitive Women's Circle, and it was such an amazing night. I had the best time. There were just so many beautiful women there doing the work, really invested in tuning into their intuition and releasing the blocks and the shifts that were created on the night were phenomenal. And what some of the women shared with me, some of the wisdom and guidance they received from their soul. And then we um, did some practices and some tools afterwards to confirm that guidance was just, it just blew my mind. It was amazing. And I wanted to share with you just a couple of beautiful words from a couple of the attendees of the launch party. So Rachel says, this experience was an incredible gift to myself. I felt a renewed lightness and happiness after Steph's beautiful guidance. I cannot wait to be at the next one. Thanks, Rachel. And Rebecca said, it was simultaneously grounding and uplifting. Steph creates a safe space to connect to your soul. Thank you so much, Rebecca. And I had one more beautiful attendee who wrote, it was like a two-hour meditation and I felt a beautiful sense of compassion for myself. I leave with a beautiful mantra I receive from my intuition. Thank you for such a beautiful session, Steph. Thank you to all the beautiful women who wrote those gorgeous words and for attending the session. I cannot wait to do it again. We are doing it again in on the 21st of Feb. So if you are keen and you want to join, head on over to my website, uh, www.stephdemetrius.com slash women's hyphen circle. I cannot wait to do it again. Um, yeah, just super, super excited. The, the downloads I've been receiving so far are all around forgiveness and the throat chakra. So looking at the throat chakra in terms of how you express yourself, how you express yourself in terms of your wants and your needs in this world, how you express yourself in terms of your gift that your soul is here to give to the world, and also how you express yourself in your everyday life, whether it be what you say, how you show up in the world, what you wear, how you be as a human being in the world. So I'm super excited to dive into all that in the next session. And yeah, into forgiveness. Forgiveness for me is an enormous, enormous tool that I use very, very regularly. Um, Number one, self-forgiveness, because, you know, we're our toughest critic. And I know that when I'm really tough and critical on myself, I totally block my intuition and I block 
receiving the guidance from my soul and that clear connection to my intuition. So we're going to do some beautiful practices around forgiveness and actually create that shift on the evening. Just as we did in, at the launch party, we're going to spend some time actually healing and yeah, forgiving ourselves or forgiving someone else or a situation or something that's happened in our life so that we can be more at peace internally and we can get into the truth of ourselves and we can shine our beautiful light and live from that space of our soul in our everyday life. Um, two more things before we get into today's episode. I also wanted to mention that I have opened my books up again. I'm only doing a couple of sessions a month at the moment. Uh, being a busy mum of three and doing the podcast and a few other things, I'm just opening up a couple of sessions a month. So if you are interested in doing some intuitive mentoring with me, I have um, decided to give you guys a gift for the first five beautiful souls who book a session with me in 2020, you receive $49 off your initial session. So it'll be $111 instead of 160 Australian dollars. I have four of those left. So if you are keen, head on over to stephdemetrius.com slash intuitive hyphen mentoring or come over and DM me on Instagram at stephdemetrius, S-T-E-P-H-D-E-M-E-T-R-I-O-U-S. Come and DM me, comment on one of my images, find me over there and um, yeah, let me know and email me and you can book your session in. And I can't wait to do these sessions with you. These are a one-on-one session where we spend an hour together really figuring out what is blocking you from connecting with your soul, why you are struggling to receive guidance in certain areas of your life. We go through and I actually muscle test a couple of emotions. So we do like a bit of energy work and a bit of kinesiology in the session as well. You spend a little bit of time in communication with your soul. So we actually practice communicating with your soul via your intuition in the session. And it's such a beautiful technique that I personally love and I use it on a very regular basis. Um, We also go through rituals that will help you stay supported to your intuition in as many moments as possible through the day. So you'll receive some guidance of a ritual from your soul that suits you and your needs at the moment in your life to help you stay connected to your soul and to help it. Um, just become the whole process become a bit easier for you to receive that guidance from your soul. So super excited to start these sessions up again and you head on over all the infos on my website and the links in my Instagram bio as well. So one last thing was also that if you want to be the first to know when these episodes go live, you can subscribe. So whatever, um, whatever app, whatever podcasting, Um, space you are listening to this in, you can subscribe. So head on over, subscribe. I'd also love to hear from you guys. So if you have a comment or you want to share, I'd love to hear um, in the reviews as well section of the podcast series. I'd love to hear, um, yeah, how you're finding it, how it's supporting you in your life. And even giving it a five-star rating will help other beautiful souls who are searching for this information find it as well. So let's get into today's episode looking at intuition and parenting part one. So I wanted to share with you a story that happened a few years ago. Um, and I'm, I'm approaching this from a space of these are my experiences and this is how my intuition dropped in. I'm by no means saying I'm a parenting expert or anything like that. Everyone does it their own way. But for me, um, these are experiences that I've had where my intuition has chimed in and given me some guidance and then I've practiced that guidance and I've learned a big lesson about parenting from that. So it's come from my own intuition. So this very first episode, I was at the pool with my two kids at the time. I have three now, but back then 
I had two, so my eldest son and my daughter. And I think my son was about four at the time. My daughter was about two. And at the park, the inside park where we go swimming, there's this enormous bucket that fills up. And then um, it eventually, after about every 10 minutes or so, it tips over and splashes water over the whole park. And my son was petrified of this bucket. He hated the idea of feeling like it might fall all over him. He just was petrified of it. And I was very aware of that. So we'd play in the park. And then when I could see it was going to tip, I would say, okay, let's go out of the park. We'd wait till it tipped, then we'd come back in. Um, and for some reason, I don't think, I think I heard the dinging when, when the bell was about to tip over and he absolutely flipped out. He ran down the stairs, thank God he didn't fall over on the wet stairs, ran down the stairs and he stood on the edge of the park screaming, absolutely screaming his head off. So I took my daughter down and I stood next to him and I instantly, when I stood next to him, I felt this like overwhelm of fear in my body. And I was just like, oh my God, this is, I'm feeling his fear. It was so overwhelming. And, my, and I just wanted to grab him and take that fear away from him and process it myself which is what we do so naturally as parents. We don't want our kids to suffer. We don't want our kids to feel fear. We don't want our kids to feel anything but like joy and happiness. But that's part of life. And this experience has really taught me that I can hold space for my son to feel his emotions. So I'm sitting there next to him feeling all his fear in my body. It just overcame me. And my intuition dropped in and said, this is not yours. This is his hand back to him. And he was already absolutely beside himself, just screaming because he didn't want this bucket of water to tip on him. And I was like, oh my gosh, I put a hand his back to him. He's going to get more upset. So anyway, I trusted my intuition and I just said, I just said to the universe in my head, I said, thank you for handing all these emotions back to my son. I know that he knows what to do with them and I will be here by his side to help support him. Anyway, I felt it leave my body and he amped up. He got even more upset, screamed even loud. I went more red in the face, was just so upset. And I just sat there with him and I said, mummy's here. And I just sat there and I held space for him and I just let him cry. And then he grabbed onto me and he hugged me and I wasn't feeling his stuff anymore. He was feeling it, but he needed to process it. So I wanted to share this experience with you because the lesson that I got out of it was that even though it's really, really hard to hand back that energy and that emotion that I was feeling for my son because I didn't want him to be more upset, even though it was really super hard for me to hand that back, that was actually a part of his journey. And it was a part of his process in learning how to process emotions, learning that he can be very scared about something, but his mum can be there by him, his side and he can feel safe in processing his emotion and letting himself feel it. And I let it run its course. It was only a couple of minutes. He was kind of screaming and upset. And I just sat there by him and reassured him and told him it was okay and just let him feel it. And then he started to calm down and then it was gone. And crying and screaming and like having little tantrums is one of the ways that kids process their emotions. When they're little, they don't have the words for what they're feeling inside. They can't say, hey, mom, I'm feeling really angry. Well, sometimes they can, but if they're in the midst of it, they don't have the, the space to actually do that. So I knew that his way of releasing this fear and these emotions was crying and screaming and getting it out. So 
One thing um, that I will never say to my kids, it doesn't matter where we are, is stop crying because I know that if they are crying, they're trying to release something. What I will do though, if we are somewhere in public, I will try to take them somewhere where maybe it's not so loud for everyone else, but where they can still process their emotions and they can still release it and they can still honor what's coming up for them rather than me telling him to stop doing it and to push it down and to pretend that he's okay and, you know, because we might inconvenience other people around, I'll you know, find a space where we can go together and he can feel those emotions and, and release them in whatever way he needs to. It's obviously as long as it's safe for himself and other people. And yeah, so in that in that moment, I just let him get it all out, um, started to help him breathe. One of the techniques I use with my kids is that I say, do you just tell mommy when you're ready to help me um, breathe with you through it? So then we do some nice big deep breaths together and that generally helps to calm them down really quickly once they've had that energy and emotional release of the screaming and the crying or whatever way it is that they're releasing it. Um, but yeah, that was a big lesson for me that day in just knowing that, you know, even though I want to take all the discomfort away from my kids is that they're in this human life and they're going to experience that. And that for me as a mum, I can hand it back to my kids, but I can be there with them and I can create a safe space and hold a space for them to feel it and process it and then to learn from that experience. And that was, you know, that, that was a part of my son's journey. And now, you know, even a year or two years later, he will go to that park, stand under the water and he loves it. So that was just a part of his, his process and his journey and processing that fear in something that he wasn't comfortable doing. And it was me just allowing him to, to honor that fear and to feel it and not to force him to do something that he didn't want to do, but just to let him, get out that emotion and just to hold a space for him to do that. So for me as a mum, that was a very pivotal experience. And the guidance that I received from my intuition that day was bang on. And I'm so glad that I trusted it because it just allowed me to see that I can hold this space for my kids. And, and I'm not always in a space to do that. Sometimes we're in a rush, we've got to get somewhere and one of my kids gets upset and I don't have time to hold that space. So I'll try to discharge it either by playing with them Sometimes I won't even be that aware and I'll get grumpy at them and it'll just be like this kind of tug war out to the car. But as many times as I possibly can, I will try to create a space where my kids can breathe through, they can release it, they can process and decompress that energy and those emotions and release it and then come back to feeling nice and calm. And then we always have a bit of a talk about it later. We talk about how they were feeling where in their body they were feeling it, just helping them bring some awareness to the fact that it's okay to feel emotions, teaching them some really simple tools with breathing and creating space for themselves to actually process it. And then it's just having that conversation afterwards so that they know it's okay and it's safe to feel these things. And it's not something that is wrong or bad or they need to push away. Um, but yeah, but I wanted to share that with you today because it was a, just a huge experience for me and something that I've carried through my parenting ever since that day, because it was such a, a palpable experience for me and just, just observing the shift of that whole situation and how it unfolded just gave me this, this beautiful tool and this beautiful recognition of how I can hold space for my kids when they're going through something that's fearful, just like I would like someone to hold space for me as an adult if I'm going through something that's fearful. No matter how irrational the fear seems, it was very real for him at the time. So it was very important for me as a parent to acknowledge that fear and to create a safe space for him to process it and to work through it and to know that he was okay. So 
Yeah, huge experience for me. Um, I'd love to hear from you if this resonates or if you have any other questions about intuition and parenting. I have three other specific stories I'm going to share with you over the next couple of episodes, but I hope that you have enjoyed that. I'm so excited to be back for 2020 releasing the podcast again. Each week I'll be sharing my experiences with you to do with my own intuitive journey. I'd also love to hear from you guys if you have any questions around spirituality, intuition, energy, kinesiology, Reiki, women's circles, all that kind of stuff. So let me know if you have any questions. Email me at info at stephdemetrius.com or DM me on Instagram at stephdemetrius. And yeah, I'll share what I can and hopefully answer some questions for you in some up and coming Q&A episodes. But until next time, I hope you have a great week and I will see you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I look forward to continuing our journeys together next episode. And remember to email me at info at if you have any questions about intuition that you would like answered or any topics you would like to hear more on. And if you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend and I would absolutely love it and I'd be so grateful if you feel called to write a five-star review on iTunes which allows more beautiful souls to find this podcast series. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.